You want to change the world, son. So do I. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Christians Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Chavera, here with my wonderful co-host, Pastor Roger Kranz. Hey everyone. Guys, we're super excited to have you, and like we say every single time, if you haven't already subscribed, what are you doing? Subscribe. Go on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else that you're listening to podcasts. Give us a like, subscribe, follow, and become a part of this Curious Christians community. If you're new, we are a faith-based podcast, and what we do here is we ask Christianity's most common questions to our experienced pastor of 30 years, Roger Kranz. And he gives us answers that we can actually understand. How many times have you been in a church or how many times have you had questions that just pop in your head and you wish you could get an answer? Google's not reliable. You need someone with actual world experience who's been doing this for a while. And that's what we do here. So if you're a new Christian or if you're curious about Christianity, consider joining our family, the Curious Christians, and get all the answers that you so desperately wanted. Wow, you said that so eloquently. That was beautiful, man. I promise. I don't even have a script in front of me. (laughs) I mean, it sounded like maybe, but I promise you there's no script. So guys, also go to thecuriouschristians.com. Go to the Facebook page, The Curious Christians. Also go to Instagram. We're going to be posting every single day, or we're going to try to be at least. And uh, you can follow us on there. And most importantly, pray for us, guys. If you pray for us, we're going to try our hardest to pray for you. If you'd like prayer or if you got a question, Write into us, and uh, we'll try to get back to you as soon as possible. Also, if you write into us, it is automatically going to enter you guys to uh, to have a chance to win one of our the Curious Christians T-shirts. That's right. We uh, we gave one away a couple days ago to uh, Jim G from uh, Panama City, Florida, and um, the, who knows, the next one might have your name on it. Yep, and those shirts look absolutely amazing, guys. So don't miss out on your uh, opportunity because. The next set of shirts that we uh, order, they're going to look completely different. So uh, be one of the ones who can say in two years from now that you have the original The Curious Christians t-shirt. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I, I have t-shirts from 10 years ago, and I don't even dare wear them anymore. That's funny. <laughs> one, day it'll be, uh, one day it'll be very unique for you to have it. So <laughs> guys, today is a uh, podcast that I am um, very excited about because um, this is a question that uh, a lot of Christians just kind of shy away from, but it's something that uh, probably between you and your buddy, you've, you've mentioned once or twice, you're just incredibly curious about it. And uh, so it's a very, very broad question, which you could never in an entire history of a podcast answer every aspect of it. But we're just going to open it up for um, for our pastor here to really explain it to us and to dive where God would have us dive. So the overall question is, what part do we play in this giant universe of ours? What part do we play? Wow. <clears throat> you know, um, one of the great things about being a child of God is that um, you're, you're, you're running on an unlimited schedule there. You're, you're, you have forever. So, um, so we, have our, you know, we have our certain time here on earth, and then we have eternity with Him. So um, I guess really the question... Uh, to kind of rephrase it is, what am I going to do with the time that I have? And what kind of mark am I going to leave um, while I'm here? Uh, that really never resounded with me um, in my younger days. Um, I, you know, I didn't really ever think of a, that kind of question until um, God blessed me with children. Once I, once I had children, then once you, once you have children, you start thinking all kinds of crazy things. And one of, the, one of those things, uh, thoughts 
Um, I can remember uh, back with my second child, um, you know, God was just dealing with me and, and I'm like, well, God, you know, you've given me huge responsibilities with these two little girls. And then uh, <clears throat> it wasn't long after that, I had a third little girl. So I had three little girls. So, um, you know, once, you, once you're in that situation, you start thinking, you know, they're going to be looking to me for um, advice and uh, authority and love. And that's a big responsibility. So uh, that's when you really start thinking those kind of questions. You know, what am I here for? What, 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 what part do I play in this big game we call life, you know? So, um, so that's when, you know, you can get a, a really good answer when you turn to God's word because he actually answers that question for us in his word. You know, and, and uh, you know, the word tells us that he knows us before we're even born. So um, he's got a plan already laid out for us and, and he's got um, um, uh, opportunity waiting for us. Um, and all we have to do is pick it up and run with it. So, um, you know, for myself, you know, the answer to that question was, um, I want to leave, I want to leave a mark, uh, on this society, uh, through my children. If, if I can't influence anyone else in this world, I want to be able to influence my children. And, um, and now that I'm a grandparent, I, I look back and I, I see, I see traits that my children have picked up in me, uh, godly traits. Um, and, and I'm wanting so bad and, you know, we always want things before their time. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of jumping the gun, but I'm wanting to see these traits start coming out in my grandchildren. And, uh, and when I, when I do, when I see one of those traits, you know, just popping its head out, oh, I, my heart just, it turns to mush and I just f f fall back in love with my grandchildren all over again, like the day they were born. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. It really does change your perspective when you have kids and it really expands your mind um, and you start kind of thinking out of the box. But I think one of the things that I struggle with so much is that we, I don't think any of us have the full capacity to understand certain things in this universe like uh, the concept of forever. When we talk about heaven and talking about being there forever, I heard this great quote one time and it was someone trying to explain uh infinity or eternity or whatever and they said you know we don't have the human capacity to understand that your mind is never going to be able to get to that place you can understand just the word itself you can understand that you know forever is forever we think of that but then when you try and actually relate it to anything in your life you can't because there's nothing you can do but he said imagine that you're in the middle of the desert and every single day you picked up one grain of sand he said, how long would it take you to clear out the entire desert so there was no more sand there? If you can relate that in your head or even think about doing that, that even that tries to put it in a bubble, and even then it's not. But how long would it take you? I mean, that, that's that's an enormous amount of time. So You know, and I, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that God, God didn't give us the capacity to understand that those kind of lengths of time because he doesn't want us focusing on that far into the future. He wants us to focus on today, right now. Matter of fact, the Bible teaches us that. It says, don't, you know, don't worry about yesterday, don't worry about tomorrow. Be in the moment, be, be here today, because this is what matters right now. 
you know, we share this at, at, at the church all the time. You're never going to get today back again. So obviously, you know, we take it for granted. Well, you know, there's there's been days now, I'm not going to ask you on the air, you know, I'm, I'm not going to ask you live to admit to this, but I'll admit to it. There's been days in my life that I've wasted the entire day sitting on the couch watching TV all day long. Oh, of course. Everyone has. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's so, had that. I, you know, well, I didn't want to speak for you, but um, <laughs> I, I can speak for me. You know, I'll never get that day back again. It was wasted. Nothing great took place that day. And we weren't built for that. We, God built us for greatness. He, you know, he said, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. And there's nothing you can't do that you don't put you, that you put your mind to, and where wherever your heart is, that's where I'm going to find you. So you you know, as a Christian, we should wake up every day and say, "Wow, what what great thing are we going to do today, Lord? You know, let's roll up our sleeves and make something happen that's lasting. You know, and and when anytime I'm around my grandchildren, um, man, God has taught me that that that. If, if they don't see anything else in me, they're going to see love. They're going to learn what love is through me and, and hopefully through the rest of us, you know, uh, family members. But, you know, I try to do things that, that, that are, um, are lasting to them. I've already been through learning that if you buy them all the Barbies in the world, you know, after the 10th Barbie, they just open it, play with it for 10 minutes, and then it's just another Barbie on their shelf. But if you go outside with them and you walk in nature and you, you, know, you go out and, and show them the difference in the, 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 the bark on the trees or, or, or let them look for treasure on the ground, see what we can find. You know, when my children were little, they, we, we did a, um, a collage, um, which is we just found, we were walking on the beach one day, we found this old um, shrimping net. And we, we cut a big piece of it out and we brought it home, we put it on the wall. And then every time we'd go for a walk on the beach or, or anywhere, everyone would look for one special item that, that we would put on that collage. And over, over three or four years, that collage filled up with all these interesting things. So when people would come over the house, they'd look at our collage and go, wow, where'd you get this? Where'd you find that? And there was stories to tell. You know, now is that a big impact on the world? No, but was it a big impact on my children? Yes, absolutely. Of course, they, they yeah. learned. You know, they 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 were able to learn several life lessons from that. You know, it's funny that you say that because my most um, my vivid memories are not of a toy, not of anything that I ever received growing up, and um, no one here would understand my mom, but. Uh, she just showers the kids with everything they never want and she did the same for me and my brother growing up She's just a very giving person and she wants to have fun and she uh, she goes way overboard with Christmas and all sorts of stuff That's what she she loves. She just loves giving. She's that type of person mm -hmm. and so but um, with all that um, Growing up I can I can remember vividly certain things and all of them uh, are usually around something like outdoors like I remember I went on a field trip, I think I was in the third grade, and we went out to this uh, to this park, and I used to live in New Hampshire, so you know, the, the woods up there, they're abundant, you know, there's a lot of them, and uh, there's a lot of rivers and stuff like that. <clears throat> so we had gone up there, and I had to be really young, and I remember them set, showing us how to set up like a, uh, a tent from the woods. And he went out there and he cut down this big stick that had like a Y shape at the end. And he dug a hole and put it in the ground, covered it up. Then he took another stick and laid it across the top. And then we uh, took a bunch of sticks and laid it down the side. So um, that 
probably is a terrible way of explaining it, but it looked like a tent. And so then we took a bunch of leaves and covered up the top of it and we made our own tent out of the woods. And that, I remember every little bit of that entire trip, every bit of it. I also remember um, one Christmas, my mom got us these, uh, it was like paintball guns, but they were goo guns. They shot out like little slime. And so me and my brother, we we ran behind our house and there was this, um, I, it's funny because I'm sure when my mom or dad hears this, they're going to be like, yeah, that rock was like probably two feet tall. But to me, the rock was ginormous. I mean, this thing was as big as the church. It was huge. Right. And so... I remember we were running around and hopped on top and we were shooting, you know, each other with the goo guns and running around. But it was that memory being in the woods, running around and doing stuff like that. And to kind of sum all that up, God puts puts everything on this earth here for our blessings and us being outside and interacting with his things that he physically brought to us. He gave to us the trees, the water, the, you know, just being out in the woods that right there is that's his blessing to us and that's what's going to stick out in your head yeah you know your oldest daughter Allie uh, taught her one day uh, she came over the house and we went outside and started walking around it was a beautiful day and I I showed her some animal marks animal footprints you know and I, I said this is how we track animals we're able to see where they go and what they're doing. And so she started tracking these animals and she picked it up, I mean, real quick, just like that. And so we were tracking animals for about an hour out there. And she never forgot that. For the, the next five or six times she came over the house, she'd say, let's go track some animals. You know, those are lasting impressions. They're lasting things. And so when you say, you know, what, where do we fit in in this big, you know, this big world or this, this, this universe? I think that's where that's where God wants us to fit in is in the hearts of other people, you know, not not so much the memories of other people, but their hearts, because I think we could do another whole podcast on the difference between your 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 uh, your mind and your heart, because the Bible's pretty specific that they're two different things, you know. Yeah, and you know when you talk about um, the the memories you make with people, I think that's the reason why we keep relating it to uh, experiences more than material things. Right. And so you know, it, just a little bit about my upbringing is that I lived in New Hampshire until I was I think I was nine years old when we moved, and then we came up here and we always lived in like the city of Panama City Beach. So it was very city driven. I mean, we're not a ginormous like New York city, but there's condos that line up and down the beach. We're a very tourist area. And so I, you know, we'd go to the beach and do things like that, but I never, I never once went out to, you know, the Southport area or anything like that. And so I can remember growing up and, uh, I was definitely one of those kids who kind of like made fun of the, uh, the wood kids, you know, the ones out there and it's like, why don't you just go get your hunting rifle and go shoot a deer or something? (laughs) So that was me. And, um, so I met my wife, uh, I think I was 17 at the time. I met my wife and we worked together. And that was the first time I'd ever really actually gone out to, um, I'm not going to get too specific here because I don't want to give away locations, but that was the first time that I actually got out to like the woods and, um, you know, since I was younger and I, I fell in love with it. You know, every single time I'd go up there, I'd see more and more of what I wanted and it just brought me closer because those were experiences that I was having, not material things, not walking around pure park shops and shopping or anything like that. These were actual things. And then it started opening up the beauty of them. And so my favorite nights, well, my favorite times now are nights where we're having a bonfire and I look up 
and there is no light from the city. It is literally just us. And you look up and you see millions and millions of stars, so many stars you can't even fathom. And you realize that we are on this planet floating in this giant universe and we have this purpose and you try to figure it out. And it may be daunting to think about, but I love those moments. And I also love moments where uh, you live right on this beautiful lake and you can literally see the sunset behind the trees and it casts this amazing orange light that just shines over the lake. I got photos of it. And um, to me, that is what I believe God puts in my path and he just, he lets me see that. And those are experiences that I have that connect me with this universe that make me think that here's my purpose because I get to enjoy the things that God has put here for me to enjoy. Yeah, you know, the... um the great thing about God is he allows you to see him in so many different ways. You see him through the word, you see him through preaching, you see him through a sunset. You know, he paints a mighty fine picture. And then and then the times that really mean something even more is when you get to see him through your grandchildren or your children or, or your relationships. You know, I see God in my wife and I, I just sometimes just have to stop and say, thank you, God, for my wife. You know, she's an amazing woman. She does amazing things. And it's, it's, it's God in her. She feels the same way about me. She, you know, when, she, when she's out there complimenting me, she may say two or three compliments about me to someone, but it always ends with, you know, it always ends with God because she knows it's not me. It's God in me, right? And, and so, to, you know, I want to keep going back to your original question um, so we don't lose sight of that, but you know why what part do we play in this great big universe well i think the the biggest part we play is is our relationships um in on similar podcasts we've we've talked about you know money and we've talked about people in their last days on earth their last few days alive what do they think about they're not thinking about anything other than the relationships that they would have should have could have had I mean, as a pastor, we've we've sat with many people on their last dying breaths, and it's always the same thing. It always goes back to relationships. So when, you know, sometimes when you ask yourself, what am I here for? You're here for relationships. <laughs> you know, God, what am I here for? You're here for relationships. <laughs> Just might as well put it in your head, figure it out, dwell on it, sleep on it, because eventually I'm going to... I'm going to let you know you're here for relationships. Yeah. The bonds that you build with people are the most important thing that um, you're going to get out of this world because um, we're all going to, if we accept Jesus in our hearts, we're going to go to heaven. So on this world that we're on that's floating in this giant universe, realistically, we can say, you know, hopefully our purpose can be that this podcast will become something huge and we can be a part of it. And, uh, or, you know, you want to be, uh, the manager at your company now and make it big. But the truth is, is that we're all just people walking around this planet until it's our time to go and go live with God in heaven. So what is our purpose in this giant universe? What do you want your purpose to be? God has given us this planet and all things are possible on it. You know, if you look at it like that, if God puts you down here on day one and he said, this is your planet, do whatever you want with it. And there was no death. There wasn't anything else. Just like Adam and Eve, you know, everything was provided to you. What do you want your purpose to be? So I think the question, what is our purpose on this universe? Well, I think God gave us this planet and I think he gave us 
our freedom here. And he wants us to figure that out. What is something that you want to do? He wants us to love him. And that's that should all be our purpose um, over above everything else. But uh, I think we had referenced it in a previous podcast, too, is that, you know, our free time is our free time. And God wants us to, to use it for, you know, our, our own fun things. And so what do you want your purpose to be? What would truly make you happy? What do you think your purpose should be? Exactly. I, I think um, that's part of part of where God tries to get us in our transformation. He tries to get us to a point where we we realize what is truly important to us. Um, you know, I, I was just having this, this talk with my wife the other day. It's uncanny. Um, she said, you know, she always asks me in, in the change of seasons. She always says, you know, what, what do you have planned for this fall? And um, and because that's what we talk about, we talk about those kind of things. And she knows that I work really hard during the summer because it's so hot outside. It's not even fun to do things outside unless you're going to the beach or in the water. Other than that, in Florida, it's pretty hot in the summertime. So we, you know, we try to focus on our our um, our jobs and we try to focus on working real hard during the summer so that we can take time off in the off season in the winter time. So I was telling her, you know, I've, I've got a lot of, I, I told her, I said, I, I haven't had any fun this summer because we've been working so hard. It's been so hot. I think we worked harder this summer than we have in the last several years I can remember. So I said, you know, this, this fall, I am going to take some time and I'm going to have some fun. And um, so I told her some of the things I have planned, you know, that I'd like to accomplish and, and uh, some of the fun I want to have. And um, so we, we, we talked about that a little bit. But yeah, uh, you know, when I see her and I see God in her, I love that it's almost like talking to God through her. Because, you know, if I say something that, that she doesn't like, it's not like it was when we first got married. If I said something she didn't like, she'd just come right back at me, you know. But now she's got the spirit of God in her and, and he's alive and well. And he's, he's, there's more of him and less of her, if that makes sense. So when, if I say something she doesn't like, then we discuss it. It's not, it's not like it used to be. <laughs> we, we discuss it calmly and it's, it's, a, it's a discussion. And I love that. I love that God does that to us, you know, in our transformation. So, so, you know, you have to think about the people that you make an impact with in your life. You make an impact with your spouse. You make an impact with your children. And, and, and although those are extremely important, you also have to realize you're making an impact in everyone you come in contact with in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I agree. So I'm going to take this a uh, little bit different. So okay. <laughs> this is uh, mainly the thing I was excited for. Um, so, you know, as far as we can see with all of our technology that we have, you know, we can detect planets that are hundreds of millions of light years away. I mean, just this universe, this universe here is so big that we can't even fathom it. Are we alone? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, uh, before we before we drop the bomb and answer that, um, let 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 us put it this way, um, or, or let's let's enlighten everyone. Um, the reason that people like to complicate things, one of the reasons, is because if they make it complicated, um, then it makes them look more like an expert. You agree? One hundred percent. So so. You know, when, when, when we say that we can, um, for, I'll just give you, for instance, when, when uh, 
an archaeologist digs up a bone and he says, you know, we, through radiocarbon dating, we were able to tell that this was, um, you know, uh, 50 million years old. Well, what else do you have that's 50 million years old that you can relate that to, to tell that it's 50 million years old? You know, there's, people love to complicate things. Number one, to kind of put, put things over on other people. But number two, if they complicate it, then it makes them look smarter and, and uh, like they've worked harder for what they have than anyone else. I, I say that to say this. Um, it, God hasn't mentioned anything in his word about there being any other life on any other planet. So as a Christian, if this is my handbook of life, then, and I know it's gonna sound very close-minded to all those scientific minds out there, but um, that's, you know, the, the great thing about God is he never complicates anything. God keeps himself very simple and easy to understand. So if it's not in his word, then to me, it's not something I would wanna pursue or believe in or, anything else. Um, sorry if that sounds close-minded, but um, I, don't, I don't think God wants me um, to put my valuable time that he's given me here into things that, um, first of all, don't make a, a hill of beans of the difference of anything. And, and second of all, I don't think he wants us putting our mind into anything that keeps us from him. You know, um, and, and I'll liken that unto this. A lot of times as a pastor, people send me books in the mail. They write a book and they'll send it to pastors because if a pastor gets behind it, he'll, he'll promote the book to his congregation and on his social media websites and all that. Um, we rarely ever read the books we get. So if you're a book writer, you probably shouldn't send one to me because we don't ever hardly read them because we don't advocate many books. Very few. The one that we do advocate is God's word, the Bible, the Holy Bible. And, and the reason we only really advocate that one is because if you haven't read this one, you haven't even read the best book ever written. So why would I advocate somebody else's, right? So it's kind of the same thing with, you know, extraterrestrial, are we alone? all this other stuff. It's romantic to think that, oh, there might be another world with uh, another um, Brandon and another Roger on it. And what would they look like? And what would they be like? It's, it's romantic to think of all those things. And, and uh, you know, God probably, you know, just kind of shrugs it off when we do. And he says, oh, okay, whatever, you know. But I think when we, if we put too much time and too much effort into those kind of thoughts, and we've stepped out of the bounds of moderation, then I think that it almost becomes um, almost like an idol or, or almost like a sin. And so to answer the question and drop the bomb, no, I don't believe that there's anyone else out there. I think that, um, I think that our, if, if you wanna find out about someone, find out about God. And, uh, and when you're done finding out about God, then go after all that other stuff. Because, and, and I feel confident in saying that because you'll never be done about finding out about God. You'll never finish. Because he's, he, although he keeps himself simple, he's, he's, he's big and he's huge. And, and you'll never, um, the, the more you find out about him, the more you want to know about him.
So even if there was <clears throat> something else out there, you think God wants our focus on our world and on him? Yes. If, if it was different, he would have told us. That's what the handbook of life is there for. Yeah, I definitely know the whole uh, romanticizing and everyone likes to watch uh, Star Wars and Star sure. Trek and think that one sure. day we're going <laughs> to intermingle with different different worlds and stuff like that. Um, my thought on on stuff like that is, you know, I don't know with the way our world is progressing and everything and then relating it to the Bible and what it tells us. <clears throat> I don't know if we'd ever get a chance for anything like that to ever happen before Jesus comes back. Um, you know, I think if, if there was, um, he would have told us it, it'd be there. Um, he's, you know, there's, there's nothing that we have literally experienced that he hasn't told us we would experience. So why would he leave something out? Right? Yeah. So one last kind of way out here question. Okay. Okay. So, um, I don't know if the Bible says, does the Bible say that God is not of this universe or not of this world or how does he define how does the Bible define like where God is at? Well, um, he's in heaven and we're here. And, um, you know, I, th I think one of the, one of the, one of the teachings that really gets distorted, remember God doesn't complicate anything. Okay. So I, I believe that one of the teachings that really get distorted out there is the difference between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven, you know? And so we, 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 um, we're pretty specific when we share with the folks that the kingdom of heaven is in heaven and the kingdom of God is in us. And I think if you'll, if you'll chew on that, that's another podcast, so we're not going to keep, keep rolling with it. But I think if you'll chew on that, you'll, uh, and, and let God deal with you about it. I think that he will open a door for you. If, if, if you've never real, realized the difference between the two before, I think if you'll ask him, he will open the door for you and let you understand that uh, in more detail. But um, I, a lot of people confuse the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God. The kingdom of heaven's in heaven. The kingdom of God is in us. So in a giant universe with multiple galaxies and all sorts of things that as far as we can tell, and it's so big, do you think that in the galaxies and all around this, there is heaven? Or do you believe that heaven is not of any of this universe, not of anything that we can physically or ever see in this human body of ours? Yeah, we'll never see heaven. We'll never see heaven until we get there. Yeah, if that answers your question. Yeah. Well, guys, that's all the time that we have for this podcast. I know this was a little bit out here, but um, this <laughs> I told you these are the curious Christians topics that we like to dive into is just anything and everything that a Christian wants to know. So um, there you have it. That's your answer. God wants you concerned with him. So whatever you believe, at least believe that God wants you to uh, uh, trust him first and uh, believe in the Bible. And, and ask him and he'll give you a vision of heaven. But... I wanted to clarify that because on another podcast, we did talk about visions yeah, did, of heaven yeah. and that every Christian should ask for a vision of heaven and he'll give you that vision. But as far as seeing heaven physically through a telescope or whatever, you know, if through science, no, we're not going to see that until we get there. Yeah. So guys, like we said, uh, we thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you go to our uh, website. Make sure you go to our Facebook page, Instagram, and please uh, be praying for us and leave us a comment and let us uh, send you guys some free t-shirts so you guys can be out there repping the Curious Christians podcast. Guys, thank you for listening. We'll see you on the next one.